This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, the post-game edition. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Daryl hanging on to a lot of orange juice as he tries to get him back up, get himself back up to full strength. Uh, he is not on the IR list today. He has made it through. He is a trooper, and he wants to talk to you about the Browns' spectacular 39-38 win in Indianapolis. I say spectacular because I still can't figure out how they did it. want to remind you that It's Always Game Day is brought to you locally by Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. Daryl, uh, give me your first thoughts. Uh, I am still digesting whatever the hell that was we just watched. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've seen some bat bleep crazy Browns games in my life, but that was definitely the most recent. Jesus, criminally. Now, I mean, I, I just, yeah, I mean, they finally, you know, second week in a row, they got lucky. A couple of calls went their way uh, on that last possession. Uh, one of them was just absolutely egregiously awful, and Colts fans going to be pissed, and rightfully so, uh, to put the ball at the one. But, hey, I mean, you, you got to take advantage of the opportunities when they're there, and the Browns did. I mean, Kareem Hunt barely got himself across uh, the goal line with the football uh, with Nick Harris leading as a fullback and they won a game, you know, Dustin Hopkins was great. Miles Garrett was sensational in the first half. Uh, I I don't know what to make of the Deshaun Watson situation. Now Um, your best ability is your availability and he's just not available right now. He's not reliable. So um, I, I have serious questions that as to how honest he has been with the organization about where he is with his injuries. I really do. I, um, you know, uh, the narrative coming out of Indianapolis is that Kevin Stefanski was protecting him and holding him out. Uh, but let's be honest about Andy. He looked terrible before that hit to begin with. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know what to make from that. I mean, that, that just was a crazy ass game, but the Browns won. That's all that matters. It's the only stat that matters. They're now four and two as they head to, uh, Seattle, uh, to take on the Seahawks. Well, Daryl, they are four and two. They're a team that is poised record-wise to be heading towards a postseason appearance. I know it's super early in the year to say that, but your your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, again, as the head coach said at the end of the game, 
uh, is super questionable about whether he can perform. Now you're looking at a backup quarterback that you took in the beginning. You don't have any trust in Dorian Thompson-Robinson because you surpassed him with P.J. Walker, a guy who had more experience. But P.J. Walker now, they have to make a decision to put him on the 53-man roster or not. Do they need to bring in another quarterback? I'll ask it again. And I think how much of that depends on you know, what Deshaun Watson says or what the injury looks like or where they're going with this thing. Because, I mean, they're on a good path. The problem is they don't have a leader on offense. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm going to give Zach Jackson of the Athletics some credit. He might have been sarcastic because you know Zach. <laughs> He's got you know quite the the personality. But I, I would call and try and trade for Jacoby Brissett on Monday. I, I would like uh, I would not put PJ Walker on the 53. I'd say bye bye uh, because he's just not good. Like he he's not good. Um, they're lucky they won the game the, these last two games with him at quarterback. Um, he makes twice as many bad throws as he does good throws. Um, and yeah, I, 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 they've got a decision they have to make now, but I think that the backup quarterback situation is biting Andrew Barry in the ass right about now. Um, they, again, they got lucky. They got last week, lucky last week against San Francisco and they got lucky uh, this week against Indianapolis. P.J. Walker, a quarterback, is not a viable, sustainable option for the Cleveland Browns. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's tough. I, the other hard part of this game is I'm still trying to figure out the defense. Uh, Miles Garrett looks like a Superman in the first half. I mean, the plays that he made um, really just they show you why he could have a Hall of Fame career when this thing's all said and done if he's not already on his way there right now. I mean, it just unbelievably spectacular, but – I always go back to this, that we wasted Joe Thomas's career, and I don't want to see this defense have a wasted year. I, but I'm still trying to figure out what Gardner Minshew was able to do against the Browns that San Francisco couldn't. Uh, he completed a bunch of passes, and the Browns missed a bunch of tackles. Plain and simple. like it, not, not hard to figure out. Um, first touchdown was a broken play, or a free play, rather. Garrett gave up on and along with the rest of the defense, uh, you know, they saw the offsides flag and I guess assumed the play was going to be blown dead. It wasn't Colts got a touchdown, 75 yard touchdown. Uh, like they missed three, two, three tackles. So um, it was an uncharacteristic day for the defense, but they forced a ton of turnovers. Um, they gave up a season high in yards, season high in points, but, we're able to force some turnovers and made plays when it mattered most. And like you said, Miles Garrett was a, just an absolute beast. Um, the two strip sacks, both of those strip sacks resulted in touchdowns. Um, he blocked the field goal that resulted in a field goal. So that's 17 points right there. Uh, he batted away a pass in the third quarter to kind of slow up uh, the Colts momentum there a little bit. I, he had a, just an outstanding game. By the way, a little nugget on him. He passed Hall of Famer Reggie White for the most sacks by a player prior to his 28th birthday since the NFL began keeping track of that statistic back in 1982. So uh, Reggie White had 80. Garrett now has 82, and he obviously is going to be adding to that total here uh, in the coming weeks. But, um, you know, yeah, I mean, he there was just no stopping him. Uh, in, in that first half, and he is a big reason why they were able to win this football game.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Four and two. It definitely feels good when you look in the standings. Well, uh, while we do this, where Pittsburgh is still playing, uh, the Ravens look very, very tough against the Lions today and really kind of stifled their five and one start. The Bengals had today off. So um, as we look forward to the AFC North as well, Daryl, you know, you're right in the thick of things. We'll see what happens with Pittsburgh today, but I mean, you're right there. I just think Baltimore made a statement today with Detroit. Yeah, I mean, they took the Lions to the woodshed. And I, I look, I, I picked the Ravens to win this division. I still think they're going to win the division. Um, I think the Browns make the playoffs as a wild card. I just don't know where they fall in the, in the, in the AFC. Um, luckily, they got a little bit of cushion now at 4-2. and two, But, you know, um, they, they got to figure this Deshaun situation out. Um, and if he needs more time, he needs more time. But then if he does need more time, they got to go get a quarterback that can actually play. Because PJ- well, Based on today, the, I mean, your head coach basically, I'm not going to say, he went to the bullpen in the first inning. It's exactly what he did. He did what a baseball manager would do in this situation. He saw that his starter was struggling. He knew this was a very winnable game, knowing that his defense was there. Um, he also knew that his starter was coming off an injury and had to make a decision. Like I, I know Kevin's going to get crushed this week, for some of the play calls that he made, but I think he made the right call by keeping Deshaun Watson out of the game. Well, that pitch to Jerome Ford, I see that every day in practice. I see that every quarterback and every running back goes through that play, that pitch. Um, Ford. I don't think that was on PJ. It went right through his, right through his hands. Yeah. I mean, he hit Ford right in the hands, you know, and he dropped it. So uh, Jerome is hurt, by the way. Uh, so that's great. Uh, he's got a right ankle injury. Um, but it was good to see him break free for that 69-yard touchdown. It had been a couple of weeks, right? Everyone's wondering, hey, you know, what are they going to do as far as explosive running game goes? Well, and I kept telling you, well, they think Jerome Ford can do it. And lo and behold, he was able to to, to bust one against uh, the Colts on Sunday. But, um, you know, Kareem Hunt uh, – you want to talk about sucking it up and, 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 you know, getting it done Two touchdown runs, including the game winner. He was questionable with a thigh injury to begin with. Um, they it was ele- on a pitch count today too. They elevated a kid from the practice squad, not even elevated. They signed a guy from the practice squad to the active roster. Uh, that was the roster spot that I thought PJ Walker was going to get. But again, I'm not in favor of that happening. I'm in favor of them trading for Jacoby Brissett and getting his ass back here to, uh, uh, what do you think they have to give up to get him? I have no idea. I, I'm just throwing. Is that really the answer? I mean, do you really think they're going to do that? Uh, um, let me dream, okay? It, it's been a bad week for me. So just <laughs> let, let me dream, okay? Let, 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 let me throw some nonsense against the wall and hopefully something sticks. And if Andrew Barry is listening, someone in Berea is listening, you're welcome for the suggestion. And thank, There you go. All right. And thanks, Zach Jackson of The Athletic as well. <laughs> Very well. All right, so we're going to have a big week throughout the week to talk about all of these things that are going on. Um, you know, it was a, a, an interesting week. We'll be talking about all the major headlines, especially with Deshaun Watson, how they were able to squeak this win out, 
Um, I'm going to be really interested to hear what fans are saying uh, as soon as I hop in the car on the radio post game show too, because I'm sure they're killing Kevin Stefanski. I'm sure they're like, we we're lucky because of the referees, but you know what? There's been plenty of times since 1999 that the Browns were not lucky. So sometimes karma works its way back in your direction. Now the Browns are four and two. Let's see what they do with this. Let's see what they do with the quarterback situation. It's going to be a crazy week as much as it was for you, Daryl, because I know you're under the weather. So you're a trooper for even doing a post-game report today, just so you know that. Yeah, uh, You know, let's give uh, Dustin Hopkins some love too. Like, True. And Corey Bjorkas. I thought he had a pretty good game too. I was really skeptical, you know, what they were going to get from him. And he is seven for seven from 50, hit a career long 58 yarder, 254 yarders as well. Um, first player in NFL history, five consecutive games with a, a 50 plus make. Hmm. Um, that's incredible. Yeah, I, I just, I, I thought he was fantastic. Um, so I, I think he needs uh, a, a lot of love. Uh, the return game is, is exactly what I told you it was going to be, and that is non existent for the Browns. Um, there is no return game, none, zero, yeah, zero. They, they got, it's just, it is what it is. Um, you know, God love Donovan Peoples Jones, but every time he goes back to field upon, I, my heart's in my throat. Cause I'm what, you know, it's, it's like, you, I feel like you're playing Russian roulette back there every time the Browns go to field upon, but, um, yeah, he, that's not good. Um, the, I think they won the tang on a second. I think they won the turnover battle for the first time this season which is something they've not been able to do. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, they still. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, four to two. Browns had two turnovers. Colts had four turnovers. So for the first time this season, the Cleveland Browns won a turnover battle. And so for all of those that were like waiting for the defense, to force turnovers, and there were some folks in town writing about this as well. Um, so you got seven to fifteen on third down allowed. They give up four hundred and fifty-six yards of offense, but they they got those four turnovers. And look, man, that those turnovers put points on the board for them, and 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 kept them in the game. And obviously, at the very end, there uh, sealed the game. Uh, Obo Okoronkwo uh, getting on top of uh, a third strip sack. Gardner Minshew threw three interceptions last week. This week, he was strip sacked three times. So it, it's been a rough little stretch, but. He wasn't that bad, 15 to 23 for 300 plus yards, a couple of touchdowns and a pick. 305, yeah. His rating was 119.4. Would you like to guess what PJ Walker's rating was, Andy? Without, um, I'm sure it's in the Blue Tarski range. It's 51.3. No better than Blue Tarski. You know what Deshaun Watson's rating was? It was didn't have one, did he? Exactly. It didn't did not make it to the Richter scale. <laughs> All right. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We're back throughout the week with our other podcast. Thanks for sticking around here on the post-game report. Again, the Browns a winner, 39-38 over the Colts for our producer, Meredith Kane. Thank you very much. Stick with us. There's going to be a lot of headlines coming up throughout the week, so make sure you're listening to us, not only here on the Odyssey app, watching us on YouTube, uh, but also following along at 92.3 The Fan and 92.3 TheFan.com along on the Odyssey app, as I said. It's always game day in Cleveland.